Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Under the Covers with Eve, the first of 2016. It's uh, Sunday, January 3rd, and I hope you all had a great holiday and uh, a great New Year's Eve. This week's episode is a bit of a follow-up from last week's, mostly because of all the comments and messages that I received about it, and it made me want to talk about this subject a little more. And like some of the other subjects I've discussed, this one is a doozy, as they say. So stick with me, I'll try to keep this easy. Again, I want to stress, as always, these are just my opinions. Feel free to think for yourself, disagree with me, whatever. I'm just talking about things as I see them. And this week, I'm going to talk to you about beauty. The subject of physical beauty came up, as I said, when I talked about not hitting on the really hot girl in line at Starbucks. And a lot of guys responded with um, some very much appreciated candor that they considered themselves, um, or they once were, that guy, you know, the one who only looked at the most beautiful girls. Some said they were never that guy, that they've been drawn to all kinds of beauty and character in a woman, and some were somewhere in between. Everybody seemed to express the same sorts of things. There was this vague sense that they may have rejected a lot of amazing women who just weren't good-looking enough. And if you want to see something really touching on this subject, watch the YouTube video of Dustin Hoffman talking about his role in the movie Tootsie. My uh, listener, Samuel Enderby, sent it to me, so thank you, Sam. It really is very touching. Now, at the same time, of course, there's always this kind of underlying sense of almost uh, fatalism that guys have about it. Guys can't help being drawn to hot women. And even if they feel bad about it, a lot of them don't think this is going to change easily, if at all. So I thought maybe I'd just give you some ideas about this, and maybe a woman's perspective that you haven't heard before. Now, first off, I want to say again, just to be clear, I have no problem with men liking beautiful women. I don't think there's anything wrong with men being drawn to physical beauty. I don't think it means men are sexist or superficial just because a good-looking woman catches their eye. I also think it's hypocritical of women to blast men for liking hot women when women are also drawn to beauty, both in other women you know, as you can see from the covers of women's magazines. There's always women on the covers, it's never men. And uh, and also in men, as we can see, you know, from movies like Magic Mike about the strippers and the whole uh, Hey Girl, Ryan Gosling thing, you know. I think human beings in general are just naturally pleased by the physical beauty of some members of our species. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's not always sexual, even. We can like beauty in members of the sex that we aren't attracted to. We can like it in older people. We even like it in babies and cute little kids. We're drawn to physical good looks in other people, and we probably always will be. Um, now, I'll get to the theories of what beauty is, um, or what it's for, in a minute. But for now, let me just stress again, even speaking as a woman who has never been classically beautiful, I can promise you I have no problem with men liking beautiful women even women that are far more beautiful than I am. And part of the reason is simply that I don't want to live in a world where men don't like women. I've seen glimpses of it 
from certain parts of the world. And it's terrifying, frankly. I think it's much healthier for everyone if we just embrace our natures and just let, let ourselves find each other intriguing. Now, when I recommended that you not hit on the hot girl in line at Starbucks, I wasn't talking about a hypothetical girl that you would find attractive. Okay, I wanted to make this clear because I think there was some misunderstanding there. If you see a woman that you like, I mean, maybe you like athletic girls or chubby girls or tall girls or whatever, or maybe you see someone one day that just pushes all your buttons, even though she's not a typical hot girl, you know, in quotes, that's a bit different. Because I was talking about pure, undeniable, everyone in the room is watching her, type beauty. You know the kind I mean. I know you do. The kind of girls that everyone, I mean men and women, know instantly is hot or beautiful or whatever you want to call it. She's the kind of woman who will have talent agents and modeling scouts approaching her at some point. You know, th these kinds of people of both sexes, they're very, very accustomed to being adored for their looks and being hit on all the time. And they're pretty much immune to it by now. That was my point about that. Not that you shouldn't try your luck with someone whose appearance you like. But rather, if you go for the one who is so clearly in a different league than all the other humans around her, then be prepared for rejection. I mean, you might get rejected by the one who isn't crazy hot, too, because she may not want someone who just likes the way she looks. But you have a better chance with someone like that. She might be flattered enough to get to know you, you know, whereas the hot girl is probably way past flattery at this point. Now, something else I wanted to make clear is that for me, anyway, there's a clear distinction between appreciating and admiring beauty in another person and trying or wanting to have sex with that person because of what they look like. The two are not the same thing. I think everyone can admire and like physical beauty, that's fine. But to want to bring it into your life in the form of a person, um, you know, someone you want to have even a basic relationship with, that's a whole other story. Um, you know, in a sense, when you admire the, the beauty of a model or an actress, or even just the hot girl, you know, you're looking at one facet of her that is her very public side. And it tells you nothing about the kind of character she has or the kind of person she really is. And and that's fine, you know, just like we admire actors without ever having to know anything about them personally. That's totally fine. But when you decide you want to cross that public line and bring this whole vibrant individual into your life based solely on that one external public aspect of them, I think that's where the trouble can start. I mean, usually this is where some rude awakenings start happening. For example, you like a girl from afar because she's gorgeous and you ask her out and she agrees and then you find out that you really don't like her personality. She's someone you can't really get along with. Someone you wouldn't have anything to do with if she weren't so hot. And yet, you stick it out because, well, sex with a hottie is just so important, right? <laughs> and you end up in this miserable relationship because you're making the whole thing rest on how cute her ass is, you know? God help you if you marry this girl and she loses that cute little ass over time, which she probably will. 
plenty of older married men can tell you this is not a good thing to base a marriage on. Now, part of the reason why this can, can backfire, why thinking that a, a girl who's, who's great looking is also going to have a great personality, part of the reason this can backfire is that, well, a, a lot of guys make the mistake of believing that a girl who has been the center of attention her entire life, who is surrounded by admirers and can pretty much have any guy she wants, and who is accustomed to having guys hang on her every word, is somehow going to have developed the character and personality necessary to be a good listener or more interested in the guy than herself, you know, that sort of thing. Beauty, um, especially from childhood, doesn't often lead to character development. Because honestly, if you're really gorgeous, you don't really need to develop character. People will dote on you. You'll get a lot of attention just for being in the room. Um, they've even noticed things like you get more offers to interview for jobs and sometimes even higher pay, you know, things like that. So to expect someone like this to somehow have magically developed an interest in you or other people to the point of being just a sweet soul with genuine affection for the underdog, well, it's just not realistic. I'm not saying it can't happen, you know, that there aren't really nice, beautiful people. Of course there are. I'm just saying that this kind of thinking is more like the halo effect that I was talking about in last week's episode. You know, if someone is great looking, you assume that they must be a great person, too. And this is just human nature. Look at what happens to these overnight celebrities. You know, the Justin Bieber's and the boy band guys and, or the rap guys who are just high on their fame. You know, do you think that they're great conversationalists? Can you, like, can you imagine them responding to praise and flattery from some average person who is drawn to them? And then having a deep and meaningful conversation with that fan, you know, appreciating all their fine inner qualities and listening attentively, you know, let alone wanting a long-term, meaningful and monogamous love relationship with them, you know. Most of the time, people who are really popular for something pretty superficial, they let it go to their heads, you know, and hot girls can be no different. There are always exceptions, of course. It's just the way people are. But if you think that a hot girl you know, the one that every guy wants, is going to be a wonderful person and just be totally wrapped around your little finger just because you want her, well, I, I think you'll be in for some very unpleasant surprises. I know how tempting it is to fantasize about this. Men and women do this all the time. Young girls go apeshit over boy bands, and they imagine marrying them and having babies and, you know, and... You'll often hear about crazy stalkers breaking into celebrities' homes because they think they're married to them, you know, stuff like that. It's such a great fantasy to imagine a gorgeous person is loving and sweet and all kinds of wonderful and just loves you like mad, you know, but it, it is just a fantasy. The ideal situation would be, obviously, if you like the way a girl looks, by all means, get to know her if you can but only continue a relationship if you like her character as much as her body, you know? And ask yourself if you would still like her as much when she loses her looks, as everyone does over time. If you can't honestly say that you would, um, it, you know, if you find yourself in any way putting up with her just because she's hot, then you know you can't continue like this. It's not fair to either of you. You both deserve to find someone who really cares about who you are, you might be lucky, you might meet someone really gorgeous and find out that you're really compatible. 
But if you don't, you know this, you know personality has to trump good looks. Okay, so I know what you're thinking. Yes, you'd love to have the moral fortitude to do this, but you are just so gobsmacked by hotties that you're like a walking boner. You know, you have no control over this. You're drawn like moths to a flame towards the bouncing boobs and the long blonde hair. Okay, so here's where I have some thoughts that might help you. Maybe the key to this is to try to figure out what this attraction really means. Maybe if you can start to analyze what this mysterious forces that's gripping your cock and <laughs> making you stumble towards beauty like like Luke Skywalker's taking over your mind, maybe you can get some clarity on this. So it might help to think of it like this. Maybe what you're attracted to in a person's physical beauty is what they seem to represent to you. The most common example of this is the whole um, a girl with glasses looks smart thing. But it works for other things as well. The main thing being, of course, sex. We see an attractive stranger and our minds just leap into bed with them. You know, a hottie must be awesome in bed, we think. And we, and we start to imagine having sex with that person and visualizing all the pleasing little ways that they'll have and how they'll feel and, and look and how they'll sound and how amazing it'll all be to have sex with them. And they'll do absolutely everything we love. They'll be into our kinks. You know, they'll want to cuddle and coo and spoon and, you know... <laughs> and I have to say, I think, to some degree, that the proliferation of porn is, is somewhat responsible for this. There's all these hot girls who are all right into sex, into all kinds of sex. They seem to have no limits as to what they'll do. And in fact, they seem to have no personalities at all. You know, they're just hot girls into all kinds of sex. So what happens, I think, is that you see someone good-looking and you automatically imagine her as a sex partner and little else, and your cock gets hard and you get all excited and you think, I must have this girl. But maybe, you know, possibly all that's happening is that her appearance is exciting you with the very idea of sex in the first place. And that it's really just your imagination and horniness talking when you think you have to have her, you know, that girl in particular. Maybe this is all beauty is really about, you know, representing things we want and guiding us towards getting them. Now, I'm, I'm just going to stop here for a second and mention the many, many theories I'm sure you've heard bandied about, all about how beauty is just symmetry or it's hip-to-waist ratio or that big boobs and hips mean she'd, she'd bear your babies well and all that stuff. And I have to say, I just, I just don't buy all this stuff. Or rather, I don't, I don't think this is anywhere near the whole answer. As I said, our appreciation of beauty is not always sexual at all. And even when it is, even when we find a beautiful person sexually attractive, it can't just be about passing on our genes or um, the result of early conditioning. I've, I've heard the theory that men like boobs because it reminds them of the comfort of breastfeeding as infants. But if that were true, women would be just as nuts over boobs as guys are because girl babies were breastfed too, obviously. But most women aren't blown away by boobs. So it's things like this that just don't really hold water for me. Also, um, the genetic, you know, passing on your genes thing. Humans are one of the only, um, if not the only, I'm not sure about this, one of the only species in which the female has enlarged breasts all the time, not just during pregnancy and lactation. So do you ever wonder why that is? Why do we sprout boobs at puberty and then they never go away? 
If we don't need them, unless we're breastfeeding, then why do women have them? Typically, the human body doesn't waste energy or resources on things it doesn't need. And yet women grow these parts of their bodies that need to be sustained throughout their lives for no apparent reason other than, presumably, sexually attracting a mate. Except that humans have what's called hidden ovulation, meaning the males, and even the females themselves, don't know when a female is fertile. She doesn't show any outward sign or behavior that would let him know that she's ready to conceive. So we have these sexually attractive features all the time, even when we aren't fertile. And we give males no clue as to when we are. Aside from dressing a bit sexier, apparently, <laughs> which is a thing. Ovulating women apparently wear more revealing clothing. But that's a cultural thing. To my mind, it's not biological. And it still doesn't explain why we have these knockers all the time. It just just doesn't. Anyway, I don't have all the answers to these questions, but I raise them so that you can maybe start thinking about all the theories you've heard that place sexual reproduction as the sole reason for beauty. The theory that beauty is solely there to help us reproduce doesn't fit uh, with homosexuality, bisexuality, you know, things like that. It, it simply can't be the whole answer. What I think might be going on is that a beautiful woman is simply representing sexiness to you. You don't necessarily want her specific looks. What you want is what she seems like she is. She seems sexy and adventurous and good in bed, and that's what you want. She looks like she'd feel soft and warm and feminine in your arms, and that's what you want. She seems like she's happy and youthful and fun and playful and sweet and nice, and you want all those things. So your brain takes all this in and figures, well, she looks like she's all these things. You know, looks like a duck, quacks like a duck, whatever. So I want her. The trouble is she may be none of these things, in actual fact. Just because she looks like she's sexy and warm and funny and loving doesn't mean she is. Just because she has a great body, you know, doesn't mean she's even interested in men at all. She could be a lesbian, for all you know. So here's a little thought experiment you can do, maybe with some visual aids if you want. Take a picture of a woman who really turns you on physically and really look at each part of her that you love. And ask yourself if you're just imagining her as a great lover, based on her boobs or her ass or her legs or whatever. You know, ask yourself if her smile makes her look warm and friendly. Um, if her long hair makes her seem young or youthful, if her hips make her look like she's a real woman, you know, all warm and soft and feminine. Maybe these things that you think you see in her alone are just the qualities that you really, really want in a woman. Maybe it's as simple as seeking out a woman who really is all these things, who really is sexy and loves cock and wants to fuck all the time, you know, someone who really is playful and fun, who really is nice and warm and loving, even if she doesn't necessarily look like she's all of these things. I've talked about cues before, how, how many guys seem to really need the external cues to tell them whether a woman is hot or not. And it's usually fake stuff, like fake boobs and fake hair and fake lips and all that sort of thing. Maybe beauty is just about cues that we take to heart. I don't know. If you can recognize that this is what you're doing when you gaze longingly after a hottie, maybe, maybe the sight of her can just remind you to pursue those actual real qualities in a woman. And one last little bit of science here. I just can't resist. If you haven't heard of this concept, you really have to look this up seriously. This is cool. Mirror neurons. Not motor 
neurons. It's something different. Mirror neurons. They're the neurons in the brain of primates like us that fire when we perform some action. And, and this is the important part, when we see another individual doing that same action. The neuron actually mirrors the behavior of the other individual as though the observer were the one doing it. It can be seen in things like newborn babies, the way they mimic facial expressions, like sticking out their tongues or whatever. If you, if you hold a newborn baby and look at him and you stick your tongue out, he will stick his tongue out at you. Things like that. Um, and there's been a lot of research done into how um, things like this help us learn to dance, for example. We have to watch the movements of an instructor and somehow translate what we see that person doing into our own body movements. And that's where mirror neurons come in. Now, there's some debate about these types of brain cells, and I won't get into it, but I think it's more than possible that what happens in the brain when we watch a lot of sex <laughs> is that we start to feel the strong need to mimic it. You see a guy fucking a girl, and you want to be fucking that girl. I mean, that girl, you know, not just any girl, that girl or a girl very much like her. And the more you see, the more your mirror neurons fire over and over and over again, to the point where you're almost compelled to have this exact thing in your life. And you feel completely empty and bereft if you don't have it. Now this is just a fledgling theory of mine, but it might explain why so many guys reject perfectly lovely women around them and pine after porn-style sex with incredibly hot women to the point that they would rather jerk off to porn than have real relationships. I mean, after a point, Especially with point-of-view type porn in particular, I would say that your mirror neurons are firing constantly and trying desperately to mimic what you see others doing. Now, you can't, of course, in that situation, but it doesn't stop you from trying to hit on any hot girl you find and just rejecting ones who don't look like the girls that you see getting fucked in porno, right? Maybe the point to think about here is that your brain isn't telling you that you must have a porn star girlfriend or possibly even that you have to have the kinds of sex that you're watching all the time. Maybe it's just trying to tell you that you want a girl and you want sex and you want love and friendship and all that other stuff too. The hot girl, hot sex thing is just the only thing you see on a regular basis and it's blinding you to the potential of the women around you. Possibly. I don't know for sure, but that's just something to think about. Now something else you can keep in mind is that if you like a particular model or hot girl because of a certain quality she has, you know, say she's got big boobs or long hair or whatever, then notice that quality or feature in all the girls around you. Maybe there's an average-looking girl who happens to have really great boobs. You know, maybe that's her one standout feature. Or long hair or great legs or whatever it is you happen to like. A woman doesn't have to have every single feature you like, in other words, you know. She doesn't have to be model gorgeous to have some of the things or even just one thing that you like. Maybe that would be enough for you if she was a great girl whose personality you really liked. Maybe a girl has the most gorgeous eyes you've ever seen, even if the rest of her is average. Maybe you can just imagine getting lost in those eyes forever, you know? Look for physical features in a girl that you get along with and see if she has some or any of these sort of hot girl qualities. And keep in mind too, if you start dating an average girl, or someone who isn't just the hottest thing you've ever seen in your life, it's not as though you're going to be banished to a desert island, you know? You will still be able to see and enjoy beauty all around you. 
You gotta remember that enjoying beauty and feeling the need to have sex with every beautiful girl you see are two very different things. However you decide to approach this, I'm not gonna tell you that you have to find someone attractive if you don't. Chemistry is very real, and I know that you have to be sexually attracted to someone in order to be sexual with them. It's, it's pretty simple. But I also know that someone can actually become more sexually attractive to you the more you fall for them. Someone whom you, you know, never liked that way can become the sexiest person in the world to you if you fall in love with who they are. So don't rule someone out. Don't friend zone everyone who isn't smoking hot. You, know, you may be surprised at how your feelings and attraction for her might change over time. This is true for women too. They should definitely do this with men as well. Now one last thing I'm going to say on the subject, and it's only so that you can have some understanding of what it's like to be on the other side of this. A lot of men have mentioned lately that they feel pressure to be fit and handsome and all that, and that they feel bad that girls just want hot guys. And, you know, while I can understand that it can be frustrating if a hot girl wants a hot guy, as I said in last week's episode, it only makes sense. However, there is something to consider about that, too. Women often go for other masculine qualities, like athleticism, wealth, uh, power, fame. For example, there were some photos making the rounds recently of a model called Jenna Bentley. She was frolicking at the beach with her boyfriend, a guy called Ben Brown, who is 30 years older than her and quite overweight. She almost looks like a different species compared to him, but the point is he's wealthy. And as we've all seen, lots of great looking women go for rich men which is something they should not be vilified for, in my opinion. If he's interested in her for her looks, there's nothing wrong with her being interested in him for his money. Both are pretty superficial, but at least they're sort of on the same page. The number of times these women are called gold diggers, when the men they're with aren't called, you know, beauty diggers, <laughs> is really pretty shocking. Like, it's okay for someone to want the most beautiful women in the entire world, you know, the cream of the crop, so to speak, but it's not okay for those women to want the wealthiest or the most talented men in the world. One is just men being men, and the other is women being conniving and superficial. It's, it's just not fair. In fact, you will rarely, if ever, see some hot guy going after a wealthy older woman. I mean, it does happen, but even, even then it's kind of laughed at and frowned upon. It usually just doesn't happen. Hot guys, rich guys, famous guys, they always, always go for looks. Straight to it, no bullshit. They want the model. If you're a male model, you marry Halle Berry. If you become a quarterback, you marry Giselle. You become a singer, you marry Victoria's Secret model. You become a billionaire, you marry Salma Hayek or Stephanie Seymour or Anna Nicole Smith or, you know, these guys don't usually waste time with anything less than physical perfection. It seems to be true that if you're a man, you have several ways of becoming exceptional. None of which are easy, but at least there are a few different ways you can try. But if you're a woman, the only way to become exceptional in terms of attracting an exceptional man is if you are gorgeous. So in that sense, men have it a little easier, I think. An average guy could, with some talent or luck or hard work, become very wealthy. Whereas it's virtually impossible for the average woman to turn herself into Giselle, you know? And added to this is, I have to say, the one thing that I wish I could impart to all men. It's totally fine to like attractive women, but it's quite another to insult the ones who aren't. I, I really can't fathom men who feel personally affronted by women that they don't find attractive. 
to the point of feeling the need to insult them. Some men seem completely outraged that all women aren't hot. And they will viciously insult and harass and attack these women as if their supposed ugliness were a crime. There are awful websites just dedicated to posting photos of unattractive women. Um, and usually it comes along with the supposed argument that, that unattractiveness in a woman means that she has a weak character. And yet I don't see anybody posting photos of drug addicts or criminals you know, and showing you how ugly they are, saying that they have a weak character. It just seems to be focused solely on how they look. Now, I know most men aren't like this, but there is a subtler version of this that a lot of men do, and they might not even be aware of it. A lot of men will completely and utterly ignore any woman that they don't find attractive. She might as well be invisible. I've seen this happen so often, and it's really heartbreaking. A guy will fall all over himself to be charming and funny and flirtatious with a girl he finds attractive, and will look right through a girl he doesn't. In any context, in any situation, even at school, at work, and you know, in some setting where sex isn't in the offing and there's no reason to focus only on the sexy girls. This makes women feel very unwomanly. You know, not only unattractive, but just downright unwomanly, as if they don't even register as a woman in these guys' minds. It's so demoralizing and so hurtful, and yet guys do it every day, almost callously. I've seen guys hold the door open for a hot girl and let it bang shut on an unattractive one. And I'm sure he didn't even know he did it. Or there was the hidden camera experiment I saw once with a car broken down on the side of the road. They put an overweight woman outside the car, and about ten cars passed um, before someone stopped. And he was great, the guy who stopped. He was a real gentleman. But they put a hottie out there, and there were like three cars at once pulling over trying to get next to her and hit on her, of course. I can't find the video anywhere. I saw it on TV years ago, but it was really telling. And I do remember feeling so sad after watching the opening scene, uh, or one of the opening scenes of that really, really dreadful Robin Hood movie with Kevin Costner. He's supposed to go to Maid Marian's place to become her protector. And when he arrives, this large woman with kind of a blotchy face comes out and the camera zooms in on Robin's look of, of such disgust, like such disappointment. You know, that this is Marion. Imagine his relief when he finds out that this chubster isn't actually Marion. Oh, thank God, you know. Marion is thin and pretty with long hair. Thank you, Jesus. It was so heartbreaking because, honestly, how was that supposed to make that woman feel? Or, or any woman who related more to the ugly woman than to the hot one. You know, it was so clear. Unattractive women, um, they earn no protectors, no admirers. They certainly never get to fall in love. I'm sure that men experience something very similar whenever they see men portrayed as hopeless geeks or overweight goofs or whatever. You know, basically the guys women would never give a second glance. So I know men understand how hurtful this can be. I have found that the men who are the most successful with women, the men whom women just adore, are the men who treat every woman they meet the same way, attractive or not. Any man who can be charming and funny and gallant with all women, who makes it clear that he just likes women in general, he will be a real hit with women. It's, it's kind of a lost art, really, this being a general charmer. But I can't stress enough how sorely a lot of women need this. If you can be the same man with all women, if you can find beauty in just about everyone, if you can appreciate a woman for just being a woman, no matter whether she's hot or not, you will find a lot more female appreciation coming your way.
So, hmm, that's it for this week. Hopefully I've given you some food for thought. So I hope you're not too cold wherever you are. If you're in the Southern Hemisphere, well, rub it in, why don't you? Um, <laughs> I'll be back next week with another episode. In the meantime, stay cozy, stay warm, and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.